Welcome. This is a video product description for the WeVibe 2, the couple's vibrator. The only dual vibrator you can wear while you make love. KTBR Break Room! Let's move on, because it's time to move on. Hear the drummer get wicked! Do you play the drums? Do I play the drums? Is Big Bird yellow? Ooh. Of course I play the drums, and when I play the drums over any, I am the most far-out, hepcat, and swinging person of them all. Oh, Bert, ah. hey, Bert, I'd like to hear that, Bert. You would? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, stand back, and I will show you a far-out, super-hep, swinging, swaying drum solo. Oh, go, Bert. A one, and a two, when a... Oh, groove with me, baby. You gotta have soul. Oh, Bert. Bert. Don't stop me now. Turn it up. In the mix. Turn it up. Coming up soon with some hardcore power. After the break, we're going to interview Eric Weihenmayer, who climbed the highest mountain in the world, Mount Everest. But he's gay. I mean, he's gay. Excuse me. He's blind. So we'll hear about that coming okay. up. Okay. The Break Room. The Break Room. Man of Action. The Break Room. Stars in The Break Room. Karate Commandos. The Break Room. He's got nerves of steel and strength to match. The Break Room. His team. Dirty, dirty Dustin. Why is my sperm so powerful? What? Thomas the Tank. We can grow pubes? Professor Germanium. The Samurai Warrior. Rip, rip. Kate Lively. The Break Rooms. Teenage Apprentice. Vaginal spread. Mark the bus. A sumo champion. What's a merkin? The break room. They battle the sinister forces of the claw. Remember this. And the ruthless super ninja. Finish this. The break room. Stars in the break room. Karate commandos. Broadcasting live from the break room towers in the scrotum of the DFW Metroplex, it's The Break Room with Mark the Bus, Thomas the Tank, and Dirty Dirty Dustin. Episode 261 of The Break Room, almost said Brew Bloods, The Break Room. Dustin can step away don't, from the porn for a moment. Don't associate those two shows together. We are so horny in the show. <laughs> We're going to make love after the end of the show, as we usually do. Maybe now, in the middle of the show. We found out uh, today that there's some breaking breaking news in the uh, world of porn. Do you want to make love in the break room? Breaking redneck news now, 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 now. Thomas, would you... Uh, would you like to tell us your breaking porn news? <laughs> we don't need to talk about this. No, no, no. Tell us the breaking news. You seem very broken up about it. So it's we not wanna, breaking news at should, all. You show it's breaking news we for us. We're going to put the highlight on it. It's not breaking news at all. It's breaking news for us. It's new to us. Tell us your news. No. One of your, your Alexis Texas or somebody died from an ass It's well. definitely not that. Alexis Texas? Somebody. Somebody like that. I think that's actually a porn actress. Alexis too. Texas? Yeah, it is. That's not who died, though. Well, who I'm died, Thomas? You're here to deliver the news. Uh, you need something like more emotional? Way June, like Amber Rain. Way June? Died. 
And we just happened to prepare a special tribute for Amber Rain there we here go. on KTBR. The Breaker. It's been a Not actual Amber Rain footage. Stop interrupting the tribute. Both of these are not Amber Rain footage. (laughs) It's sad. I'm sorry, man. Sorry you're hurt by this. <laughs> All right, amazing. That it's was a, not a very uh, comforting end to the tribute. There, yeah, I know. It, it was kind of sad, rather abrupt. <clears throat> Thomas said, "Cut it off." He gave us the kill signal. I did. Shed a tear. Yeah. Masturbated. Fell asleep. Came back to life. Yeah. And there was a little ejaculate over there that said it was all over. God, that happened really fast. <laughs> he ejaculated in the same spot this dog peed. Right. Why do we have to pull all of the curtain back? We, there are no curtains in this house. Only windows. We shred all curtains. I mean, everything is, is wide open. That is a true statement. Yeah. <laughs> so what's right. on today's shows, Mark? Uh, today's shows? Yeah. Today's show? Today's special. Right. Uh, Something exciting and new. <laughs> today's special. That's some nice vibrato you got there. from the brick room towers near a tire fire this is the ktbr eyewitness news with your anchor mark hudson dustin taylor with weather thomas the tank with animal sports and our global army of award-winning reporters and now here's the five-time blue bonnet award winner for his investigative reports on the sex lives of trans-siberian illusion eskimos here's mark hudson Shows become so pornographic. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with the two of you? Dateline. In fairness, Thomas is over there flingering. I'm not. So he's he's really participating. We're I'm just not playing clips. Dateline, the Netherlands, where there is a new food truck called the Unwanted Animal Kitchen in the city of Breda. I'm guessing it's not a real city. Uh, they <laughs> apparently their whole job is to uh, they feel like we should not be wasting animal resources and uh, rather than. Uh, just killing them or putting them to sleep and burying their bodies when we feel that they're uh, no longer useful, they decided to turn them into food. Mm. So they have dogs, parakeets, horses, oh. pigeons, crayfish. Uh, Do they combine it all together or is it They make dishes? individual dishes. Oh, and okay. they have their specialty, which is called the My Little Pony Burger, which is actually made out of horse. Mm. Horse meat. Uh, so oh, they, they apparently are dedicated to not Part wasting anything. And uh, you can go get yourself a nice roadkill horse burger. <laughs> they play tributes to the animals as <laughs> yeah. they kill them. It's a little sad. It's a little sad, you know. And of course, they play this part of the tribute. So, would you eat? Uh, would you eat a horse burger or a dog um, burger? I would only eat that if I was desperate and was going to die if I didn't eat it. But no, I would not go out. Like, out of my way and do that. To eat roadkill. Yeah. No, I, I, wouldn't I wouldn't either. No, just stop just, by on a Saturday night. And like, mm, here's some parakeet. Pick you up yeah. a parakeet. It's like just a parakeet uh, pony combo burger. Sounds great. God, it's weird. Give me some horse, top it with some parakeet, some t- parakeet balls, and then... T- <laughs> Where is this again? In the Netherlands. Oh, good. I don't have to worry about accidentally you stopping You may end up in the Netherlands. Place. You never know. We might uh, ship you off to the Netherlands yeah. uh, after this. You can be our, our Netherlands correspondent. Instead so, of animal sports, you <laughs> commentate on the, ne- I the eat animals in <laughs> yeah. friendly burgers. Unwanted animals, yes. Friendly burgers, yes. Friendly burgers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means, but yes. So, Thomas, do you masturbate at work? Do you masturbate? Definitely not at work. Have you ever tried it? 
No. Why? You want to masturbate on that? What? Darryl, what? What led to this question? <laughs> we just uh, assume you do. I don't know. They. No. There is a. Uh, they're recommending since uh, many companies Thence? in the UK have, uh, since they've gotten rid of smoke breaks, that uh, employees need <laughs> a way to relieve their stress. <laughs> so a, a psychology professor at the at Nottingham Trent University set up a jacket off closet. Uh, he's basically recommending a masturbation break for every employee. Hmm. And he says it would Does be... the company have to provide materials in order to um, help? They probably just need a bathroom stall. That's probably all you need. It's not good he said it would, it would be a very effective work and a great way to relieve tension and stress since you can't smoke anymore. Where is this at? In Nottingham. Somewhere in England. Ye old England. Close to the Netherlands. Is prostitution legal in... Uh, I don't think it is in London, but it is in the Netherlands. Not inside the city go. limits, Russ. Yeah. We're about to force you to the Netherlands. There'll be some prostitution there. I'm, just, uh, I'm not talking about where I want to move. I'm just saying that seems like the next best thing, right? Well, whoring? Masturbation yeah. to prostitution? Well, I'm just saying smoke breaks, and if the purpose is to get off, then the employees have to. The employer has to provide... Oh, provide know. the hoods? Yeah, right? Sure. That makes sense, right? One of your employee benefits is you get a free whore every quarter. <laughs> yes. I think your particular small business should do that, Thomas. Yeah, you should um, recommend that to your company. And as I as I think about this, you get, what, two 15-minute breaks every yeah. four hours? So. Pound, pound that right. out. <laughs> do, do some light finger banging. <laughs> maybe, a, maybe a little bit of fisting. <laughs> Gentle fisting. I'm good with this situation. Yeah. You're good. I know. You're There's going to be a lot of those noises coming from the company closets. <laughs> Uh, the Dr. Arnold, the guy who proposed this, though, he does warn that Not a real uh, doctor. the failure to achieve orgasm quickly could result in increased frustration and excessive, excessive <laughs> brick lengths at work. So if you can't rub one out in 15 minutes, too bad. Is that what he says? Yeah, he says it could, uh, in, in my ass. It could result in increased frustration in the workplace if you don't do, uh, rub one out. Do guys struggle with that? I would <laughs> imagine some do. Some people who have uh, dysfunction, sexual okay. dysfunction, it's possible. Seem impossible. Just pop a pill beforehand, right? Yeah, just get yourself some Cialis or Viagra, something like that. <laughs> pop it, and you can uh, bone her off, uh, you know, twice a day. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Solved. He also says that uh, one should not fantasize about their colleagues, as this might result in cognitive impairments <laughs> or inappropriate What if the colleague wants conduct? to join in the masturbation closet? Yes. Yeah, okay. Can you? Can the the uh, employer just provide? Isn't that consensual colleagueism? <laughs> It is. Could they just provide a circle jerk room? <laughs> it's like the uh, the break room, except you just go in there and jerk. Make yourself a little jerk chicken. It's a podcast heading your way soon. The circle jerk room. <laughs> Dateline Abilene, Texas, a.k.a. the next oh, Silicon Valley. Oh. Is this the David Bacon death we've been waiting <laughs> no, to hear about? Uh, about two dozen snakes were discovered in a Texas home after a young boy found an adult rattlesnake in his toilet. I heard it was technically north of Abilene. Well, this uh, this says it was in the Abilene home. They in UPI apparently mm. cannot spell Abilene. In the big country, motherfucker. What do you want? It yeah. wasn't the Contra Valley. In fact, the the company that removed the snakes was called Big Country Snake Removal. <laughs> oh, okay. Which, uh, for those who don't know, we are all from Abilene. <laughs> We're all from the big fucking country. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they said they discovered a total of twenty four snakes after receiving a call about one rattlesnake in the toilet. Uh, the boy who discovered it, Isaac McFadden, said, "I found this big clump and I knew it was a snake." Uh, his real name is Dan. Uh, they used a shovel to kill the one snake, and then they called Big Country Snake <laughs> Removal, and they found that there were at least 13 adult rattlesnakes and assorted other babies. Good baby lord. living in the home. Man, Mark, why can't you have this awesome radio voice all the time? Uh, his real name is Dan Hunter. Because that requires that I uh, 
roll out of bed, roll my fat ass out of bed, <laughs> and directly into a mic spot. That sounds so official, and I don't know. You could probably do liners with that voice. <laughs> <laughs> sounds so Yeah. It, it does. It, you could do like national spots with That's that true. Voice. I probably could. If I could yeah. maintain early morning bed voice you all the time. You yes. should try to do that. His name was Dan Hunter. See? Uh, his real name is Dan Hunter. Not close. Was Dan Hunter. Not close. No, it's early morning voice. <laughs> if I could find, if I could craft the technology to give, always give me morning voice. <laughs> that early morning voice uh, early, pill or something. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's the new Cialis. <laughs> early morning voice. Vo- if you enjoy the early raspy voice of the morning, <laughs> take voice Alice. <laughs> it's only going to give you like carcinoma and right. black lung. It'll pustules. give you shingles and it'll be good though. Anal leakage, but, but you'll, you'll be able to have a great, yeah, you'll have a great voice. <laughs> right. Anal leakage. Yeah. <laughs> For the love of Christ. So there's your news for this week. Oh, yeah. Thomas, do you, have any, it? do you have any animal sports? I don't. Is that all the spo- the news? That's all the news for now. It's all the news that's fit to print. How about news later? No more news. Oh, okay. We're done with news. All right. <laughs> do you have like two things? Teach me how to breastfeed. Teach me, teach me how to breastfeed. We are taking a break to squeeze a boob into a bucket with a can of Rotel. While we're doing that, call 469-665-9827 or Skype us at break room and leave a voicemail. Splinter the rat taught them each the ninja arts. Donatello, master of the staff. Leonardo, the Katana Blade. My goodness. Raphael, the Sony. Don't this at all, bitch. And Michelangelo, the new Chocolates. Radical uh, and Musta of the Willing Peach. Hey, who had the pepperoni and ice cream? From Playmates. So we're here for break room reports. I guess you could maybe almost qualify it some thumbs up here, but uh-huh. we're calling it break room reports. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> and we're here to talk sure. about the sci-fi series The Expanse, which is probably the best show you're not watching right now. Absolutely. Uh, unfortunately, it's one of the it's a, it's on the Sci-Fi Channel, and yep. it doesn't get a ton of a uh, note. Uh, what do you call it? Viewership. Um, it's not. I think that's n- why the break room is intervening. It's I think right. note would work too. That's why we're intervening and uh, telling you you should definitely go watch a show. So the expanse is well, the two of us. One of us hasn't watched it really. True, at true. All, but um, it's based on. But I don't care. So it's based on a series of novels by James S. A. Corey. It is hard sci-fi. If you liked Battlestar Galactica, it kind of reminds me me of Battlestar Galactica. It's kind of like Babylon Five because a lot of it takes place on a space station, uh, and it's kind of um, it's that really really hard sci-fi that has been missing for a while. Mm-hmm. And there's no aliens in the show. It's just humans. They have colonized yet uh, every planet. Yeah, yet they've, the planet, they've colonized cool every planet in the solar system. If you're a nerd, and there's a big dispute between Earth and Mars. They both want control of the uh, the resources that the people, the miners that work in the uh, belt around Ceres, um, which is a moon of Jupiter. Moon I think, of Jupiter. Yep. Uh, that they provide, and they both want control of Mars. And then I'm sorry, of the belters. And on the other hand, there is a terrorist group um, called the o- OPA 
and it's called uh, the Outer Planets Alliance, and they are trying to fight for their independence on the in the belt, uh, the independence of the uh, of Ceres Station and uh, all the other outer planets past uh, Jupiter. So the there's a lot of uh, politics involved in this show. It's uh, I didn't. It's a lot like Episode Two of uh, Star Wars, yeah, where they just have like a lot of Senate debate. Yeah, it's, it, that's the constant. That's mostly what it is. So Ian McDermott stars in the show. He uh, delivers a monologue every episode. Ian McDermott. Ian McDermott. <laughs> he doesn't deliver a monologue every episode. Just most episodes. Okay. And so really the, the story starts, there's a ship called the Canterbury, and they are a mining ship. They mine ice and bring it back to the belt. Uh, based on the tales? Yeah, exactly, based on the tales. Yeah. 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 There you go. It takes place in the 23rd century, and uh, they get caught up in this. They find uh, there's a distress signal, and they decide to, re- well, somebody decides to respond to that distress signal. And as a result, they get caught up in this big inner, um, this big solar system wide plot yep. that they think they initially blame on the Mars colony. And uh, they believe that Mars is uh, ramping up attacks on the Earthers. And they get caught in the middle of all that. And they're kind of on the run trying to survive. And they get end up getting entangled with uh, Mars on a Mars ship. They get entangled with the terrorist group, the OPA, which, as all of our review shows, Cuddy has to be in the show. Of course. Cuddy's on the show playing the leader of the OPA. And uh, at the same time as all that's going on, there's also uh, Thomas Jane stars as a detective on series on the series station. And Does he, weed ever enter the show? Because the guy from Road Trip is prominent in here too. That's true. He is. Uh, yeah, wait, he is the guy from Road Trip. Yeah. No, uh, he was in uh, American Pie. No, he was in Road Trip. Was it Road Trip? Yeah. Which okay. guy? The uh, the doctor. The doctor with the frizzy hair that he's re- in the first episode. He's repairing that guy's arm. I don't remember. Yeah, that he was in Road Trip. Okay. Uh, but anyways, uh, that's that's the Canterbury. Thomas Jane plays... He's definitely the biggest actor on the show. Uh, he plays a detective on uh, trying to investigate the... Paul a, Costanzo. Right, yeah. That's the guy from Road Trip. Okay. So he's trying to investigate this girl, Julie Chow, or Julie Mao, who's missing. And uh, she comes from a really wealthy family, and they've hired Thomas Jane to track her down. He's a detective for the Star Helix, which is the series police force. And he, the whole, most of his episodes, most of his stories stand alone from the rest of it until the very end. Uh, but it's all about him trying to figure out what happened to Julie Mao and how uh, she's tied in with the uh, OPA, the terrorist group. So eventually the stories all converge into one thing at the very end of the season. But uh, is that about, anything similar to OPP? Yeah, exactly. Uh, no. It's, okay. it's the 23rd century version of OPP. Gotcha. Man, dude, and you then, really need to get laid. <laughs> why is that? Because. <laughs> Talking about Just OPP? What you're bringing in here today. <laughs> what does that mean? Between all of the porn and all of the everything <laughs> that you just keep. Man, something's going on at the end of the table, Mark. You need to bust a nut. Yeah, that's probably a good point. I'd prefer you not do it here, but you should do it soon. <laughs> all right, I'm going to jack it right here then. <laughs> no, no. So the Since you're demanding it. There's also the... Uh, there's a lot of classism in the show. Yeah. There is about the... the the division between uh, Mars people who view themselves as pioneers and <laughs> Earthers who view themselves as the rightful rulers of the solar system. In yeah, some it's ways. like the Thomases with their powerful socials versus exactly. us as the regular guys. Exactly. Totally. Yeah. And somehow I don't really understand how this is going to play out, but the Mormons are tied into the show. Like the they're not Mormons though. Are yeah. They? They, yeah. They're like they, the real Mormons. Yeah. The, 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 no, the, the Latter Day Saints. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they they hired Cuddy to build a generation ship, which is they can go explore the the solar system in this massive ship, and they yep. call themselves Mormons, and they. The Latter Day Saints, and I don't mm. understand how they're going to tie into the overall picture, but I'm, I'm guessing the massive ship has something to do with it, uh, and nobody knows. So there's somebody attacking 
uh, ships, belter ships, and trying to blame, trying to start a war between Earth and Mars. Yep. And that's kind of what this whole series is. And you don't really know. About. You don't know who, who it is. Because they have stealth technology. And it then starts also, out being blamed Mars, and right. then Mars comes out and says it's not us. And then right. there's all sorts of insinuation that it's the that the uh, leadership in, right. on Earth are behind it in some sort. Trying to start, something. Yes, yeah, trying to start it. Yeah, so. it's got all these. I mean, it's really got a lot of themes. Like if you enjoy, right. if you enjoy Battlestar, you'll probably enjoy this show. Absolutely, it's got a lot. All the political stuff, um, yep, and like good political stuff. It's got uh, a lot of the you know a lot of fighting scenes. It's I don't think it's quite as good as Battlestar. It's not. But it's it's good. But I think it fills that Battlestar void in your heart. Yes, that, absolutely. That, that doesn't exist on TV right now. Yeah, and it's hard sci-fi. I mean, it's very accurate in the science, uh, which yep. is good to see. And I would say if you're going to watch the show, you really need to give it you need to give it like 3 or 4 episodes to really get into it cuz it unfortunately, I don't I feel like they could have done themselves a favor and why they lost some viewership in the beginning is it wasn't as action-packed as it should have been. They they it was such a slow burn in the beginning, and then really the action doesn't really happen until the end of the first episode. Yeah, the the end of the first episode there's a little action. The second one is a lot more storytelling. Yeah. The third one there's a little, and really after the third one is really really when it takes off. Once the Canterbury the crew action. gets the new ship, the yeah. Rosinante, is when it really takes off. Yeah. The one thing that that's really the show great, sucks. You know, after the at the end of the first episode that they still haven't come back to is the guy who's kind of the lead of the crew. The ex-crew from the Canterbury. Holden? Yes. His girlfriend is on Holy the Canterbury that gets destroyed, and right before it gets destroyed, she says, I, I, I really need to tell you something, or something to that effect. Right. And then the, the ship gets destroyed, so it's like, okay, so... So we don't know what, what she what, had in store. Uh, what, what, what was going on there? So, uh... <laughs> wonder what it was. Yeah, the, Do you remember the old so desk chairs? Holden is a guy that was apparently... Maybe the, that's what the question was. <laughs> that doesn't seem very know. important, but... Um. If it comes back to that, we know. We know for a fact that the makers of this show are break room fans through and through. You remember the guy who used to walk the streets of Abilene and his dad with the eye cancer? I want to ask you something. God, if that comes up... How crazy would it be one day when it does happen because yeah. we're so influential True, that our stuff comes up in a show one day? How crazy would that be? There's some guy would with eye cancer. Would we be unbelievably excited that we have fans out there that we didn't know? Or would we sue them so that we, we could get so some we, money? I just want to, like, a as long as they promote role. us, I'd be okay with it. Sure. Okay. We could have uh, uh, commercials between in the breaks. There you go. So the all the people in the Canterbury, the... Uh, they are basically all running away from something, and they never specify exactly. Aside from Holden, Holden is the bi- a genetic byproduct of eight parents, and he is uh, he lived he a lab lived, baby. Uh, yeah, he was a lab baby that they all contributed their sperm DNA and made made little you Holden. Need, you need semen, <laughs> and somehow he ran away from Earth. He was supposed to be the savior of the land or whatever, and he ran away from it. Uh, there is um, Naomi Mangata, the engineer that she may or may not have worked for Mars. Okay, she's, she's really too good to be working for the Canterbury's. They find out, and we don't know exactly what her background is. Yep. There's not yet, not yet. There is her pit bull uh, Amos, who is the mechanic on the uh, on the Canterbury. The anus, the aim, the anus. Yes, the anus. He's kind <laughs> he's of he. He's obviously in love with her, and then he is like yes. he is really like her pit bull. He'll she says she gives the word he'll destroy somebody, and he does. He does. And then there's Paul Costanzo, as you said, the uh, the doctor on the Canterbury. The guy from Road Trip and or American Pie. And who else is there? Oh, yeah, I forgot about... He's not yes. in American Pie. I forgot about him because he may or may not last super long. Yeah. Thomas Jane plays uh, Detective Miller, who's looking for Jilly Mal. 
There's uh, the girl who plays Julie Mao. You find out uh, near the mm-hmm. end of the season what happens to her. And then there's the big you may boss. recognize her, uh, Shora Agladashalalu, who was in season <laughs> Mark that season four of yep. twenty four. She was the terrorist mother that they were living in the suburb neighborhood. Uh, yeah, the girl that plays the chick that they find later. Uh, she's like the first build person on the show on IMDb, and like you see her like two episodes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, IMDb's all fucked up. Yeah, sixteen. I know. Well, I mean, they just don't—they're not paying that close of attention right. to who who matters most in the show. So I haven't seen—I've only seen season one, and I turned I, you guys onto it. I haven't had time to watch season two. Just started three I, episodes of season two yeah. out already. I haven't had time now. to watch it. Ooh, pow! Ooh, Ooh. look at that! I, I haven't Quattro. had time. We're down to one TV in the house right now, so. Why well, not down to one TV? Well, one viewing area. One Why? Prime, because he could watch it in his bedroom or in the living room in a chair. Well, I could, but, but every he claims there's The problem only is, one. every time I start an episode of something I want to watch, my wife ends up walking downstairs and she doesn't like watching my sci-fi shows. You so could go in the other out. room, though. I could. I could. So maybe choosing could, not to do Maybe it. she could go in the other room. Knocking the bottom no, out we, of it. Uh, so our, my dog, one of our dogs, ruined our couch <laughs> by vomiting on it right after the taxi. Oh, really? Yeah, honey, she... Ruined it? She... Trust me. Is she vomited in two places overnight, and it sat and had you know hours to embed itself oh, into the couch. Oh god! And so we tried to clean it with Dustin's uh, cleaning machine, two fancy hours. cleaning machine, and it worked for a couple of days. It got us through Thanksgiving, and then like the third day, it like returned with a vomit force, and so we had to get rid of the couch. So we're just now we're finally going to get a new couch next week, but uh, we can finally have two prime viewing areas. Mm, prime viewing yeah. areas. That's right. Well, at least your dog doesn't uh, urinate a bunch, and then it drips through the ceiling down to your first floor, kind of like Thomas's old apartment. We're hoping to train her to do that. I mean, there is that. Yeah. Good point, Dustin. Yeah. <laughs> so it could be worse. So That's what are you I'm saying? What do you like about the show? And what do you not like about it? <clears throat> I didn't like the slow start for sure. <clears throat> um, but I had been keyed into it gets better, so that helped. <clears throat> Uh, honestly, there's not a whole lot. There was thing. There's things. There's little things I would change, but overall, the show is really solid. But are you serious? It's not as good as Battlestar. That is definitely a point to be made. But that's a really high bar to set. Yeah. Um, okay. Which we, you know, we didn't mention in Double Dead last week. Uh, Richard Hatch died. The the original. Starbuck. We did not because it was in February, and that's going to be for the next time. All right. Well, whatever. Is this a comment? So we will we will explore Richard he, Hatch. He might make it into the Starbuck wing. No, he he might stay into the vagina and out the ass. An episode in the future to find out <clears throat> if there is an episode in the future. Yeah, that's a good, good point. point. <clears throat> good good point. Uh, I really don't have a lot I'd like about it. There is a kind of a interesting death at the end of season three. Or so you think, or episode three, that I was kind of like, holy shit, the show just got real. Um, But are you serious? But are you serious? But I, yes, I am me. (laughs) Um, But overall, it's really solid. Uh, It skips around a lot, and sometimes it's a little bit hard to follow, (laughs) because you're following about six different storylines at the same time. Right. And that's sometimes a little bit, and for those that, you know, want to see the linear show it's 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 going to be harder for Um, but overall i don't think i would complain about too much about the show it's been very interesting it's been non-predictable uh uh, hopefully it continues to be that way so there were a couple of surprises one that uh cuddy was in it uh two that thomas james in it uh, and a sci-fi channel show i mean yes. he's a big enough actor be that's right he's doing that. lots of big things right now well, so true. it makes sense true but uh and then uh the guy from Mad Men that hung himself jared something or another plays the leader of the belter OPAs. thanks for spoiling 
Mad Men for well, me. Well, it's been out for like six years. <laughs> Jared something. Yeah, the guy, the, the executive that hung himself in Mad Men. I don't think his name was Jared. No, his real name is Jared. Oh, okay. It's Jared. The guy from Subway? Yes. <laughs> Jared Fogel. Jared Fogel is, is in The Expanse. He's playing the leader of the, the terrorists. Is that his real name? His, his real name is Jared something or another. I thought uh, it was Dan Hunter. His real name is Dan Hunter. His real name is Dan Hunter. Yeah, the slow start, I think, was a disservice to, to the show. They really should have, for an unknown property, they yeah. really should have uh, ramped up the action. I understand they were bit. trying to like get you to know these characters and then be blown away when... You know, something happens at the end of the first episode. I get it. And they do it, have a good hook there at the end do. with the Canterbury yeah. being destroyed and stuff. Oh, but, spoiler alert. I mean, we have already talked about that's happened, so we're past that. But it, it is, it's, I love, I love that it's real hard sci-fi. And I really hated when the sci-fi channel went towards wrestling and uh, ghost clean oh, shows. Nice Just go rub one out in the bathroom, for Christ's sake. <laughs> calm the fuck down. You calm down. I'm out of here. God. <laughs> well, it's just uh, so. Uh, what are you walking out? Uh, that's a nice looking anus you got there. <laughs> but uh, I, I like I like the really hard sci fi aspect. I, I really want more people to watch the show. If you liked Babylon Five or Battlestar or uh, maybe even DS Nine, it's got all those elements in it of intergalactic conflict and politics. And uh, the one of the big questions in here is: Should you use bioweapons or not? Uh, things like that. It's got real, pretty interesting, real world, real world applications to it. Questions? It does. It and does. Uh, oh yeah, racism. So if you like sci-fi at all, I would highly recommend that you watch the show. I give it two flaming thumbs up. Yeah, I do too. Uh, so far, it's uh, so lot, far. There's a lot to be proven yet in the show. There's a lot that's out there as storyline that's yet to unfold for sure. Uh, but so far, uh, one full season in, it's a pretty damn good start to the show. It yeah. started slower than I'd prefer, but. Big. The first it's, season is 10 episodes, so it's not much to catch up on. Yeah. It's not hard to. It's a, it's a pretty easy 45 minutes yeah. an episode. So uh, 100% recommend to anybody out there. Dustin, what do you think of it? The three episodes, if you think. Uh, I agree. It was really slow in the beginning, but uh, the third episode did pick up quite a bit. So I want to get back on it. I'm assuming it's going to be a lot better. It's going to have a lot better pace. Yeah. It's not that it was bad. It's just a little... Just a little slow, that's all. It is There's slow. too much story building is the problem, and not enough action that they mix in with it. <clears throat> and I get it. It's the beginning of a show, and you need to try to world build. Yeah. yeah, get everybody into it, but there's a, there's a fine line between too much and not enough action to get people enthralled into it at the very beginning. It'll suck if this show ends up getting canceled, because it's really what good sci-fi is all about is, is it in danger of that right now well it doesn't get a ton of it doesn't get a ton of viewers um it i don't know if it's on the brink of cancellation or not but you know it's on a second tier network it uh gets you know less than a million viewers per episode it gets pirated by thomas it gets pirated by thomas it does not it does not i pay for it <laughs> sure just like you women in your circle jerk bathroom i don't see anything wrong with that <laughs> the circle jerk break room all right Gasoline. High five. High five. Yeah, just doesn't want to get it. I guess so. <laughs> Shortest episode ever. <laughs> Do you have something else to say? It's Thanks not, for, actually. No, no, we're moving on. close. You want to make love in the break room? You want to right, circle jerk in the break room? Oh. Circle jerk in the break room? Oh, Stop playing too. that. Episode 261 of the break room. You psychopath. Uh, at some point, we're gonna we have more break room reports coming down the pipe uh, or pike or how you There's it. so many things to cover. Uh, I mean, yeah, we have the tickle. Since we have like absolutely no limits. Yeah, we have the tickle documentary we can talk about. 
<laughs> you Slenderman God, documentary. that thing seems so creepy. Uh, we've got a lot to cover. We've got a lot to cover, for sure. Uh, but we got the uh, sex doll documentary. Sex doll documentary? Ooh, yeah. we got a lot of stuff. That's creepy as shit. Yes. Go watch The Expanse. Keep listening to The Break Room. Call us at 469-665-9827 or email us at breakroomshow at gmail.com. Except no substitutes. We are the original, the one on the top of the pops, the only break room that you should care about. Knocking the bottom out of the it. The top of the pops. The top of the pops. So for Thomas and Dustin and Mark, out. We go out. Gasoline. High five. Knocking the bottom out of it. Yes, someone else has been that deep.